0: And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer, and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JAZZYCAST to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. JazzCast Pros. To be the light simply means to show kindness. Because you never know when you meet someone on their darkest day. People smile and they're hurting anxious, suicidal, have no desire or will to live. It takes so little to be the light, but it can mean the absolute world. Welcome to Living the Front Seat Life. I'm your host, Kelly Marie, and I invite you to take this journey with me. We're going to be talking about all things mental health and emotional well-being. You see, I am a overcomer. If you are interested in Figuring out the path for you to determine how and where you will drive your future. This is the place to be. We get to determine the ride. We may not get to determine the weather or who's on the road with us or if it's going to be a scenic route or not. But we are the drivers. So join me on this ride, living the front seat life. Welcome to Living the Front Street Life. I am your host, Kelly Marie, and it is always a pleasure to be with you guys. So listen, today I am recording on location on vacation. Yes, I am on vacation, but some work doesn't stop. It doesn't cease. And the podcast is one. So if you guys could see me right now, I am in Cancun and I am in an amazing suite, but there's lots of echo. So you can probably still hear some of it or maybe not because I do have the illest podcast producer, Jazzy T., So she's going to work her magic, but I do the best that I can to give her something that she can work with. So I am uh, under towels and uh, and wrapped in towels to try and absorb some of the echo of this amazing room. So here's the great part. If you want to see said recording studio, head over to my social accounts, whichever one is your pleasure, Facebook or Instagram, The Front Seat Life. Yes, at The Front Seat Life. Check this out and uh, let me know if you've ever had to improvise just to make some things happen and what that looked like for you. So the last time we were together, I ended the podcast saying I would share with you the story behind Be The Light. I always tell you guys, suggest to you guys, encourage you guys to be the light and um you know, I don't want to make any assumptions that you guys know what that means, but at the same time, I also want to share what that means to me. So some of you know my story, and in 2013, I was in inpatient recovery at a psychiatric hospital um, after a interrupted suicide, and I did not have the will to live. I wasn't suicidal, I just, I didn't want to live, I was angry that I was still alive, but um, I knew that I still had work to do. I have shared with you guys in the past that I am a minister, and I was not a minister at the time. Um, but I um, had a conversation with God before I closed my eyes and really um, let Him know that I was done. I did not want to be here anymore. Uh, I was okay with spending eternity wherever that was going to be, but I asked for his mercy. So in in God's infinite wisdom, he allowed me to wake up um, in the hospital and I began uh, my recovery, which is what led to the creation of Front Seat Life LLC, the organization that I have that is dedicated to addressing mental health for women and communities of color so I want to encourage you, if you're interested, more of the story, and you'll hear it in bits and pieces here um, on the podcast, but I want to just give you the opportunity to learn more about the work that is done over at uh, Front Seat Life LLC, and you can get that information on the website, frontseatlife.com, frontseatlife.com. So head over to the website, and uh, check out what we have going on. We have workshops and, and one-on-one coaching and group work and events and some resources will be popping up there soon. Um, I want to make sure that you guys have not just the podcast, right, but you have the podcast and some other resources that you can take with you. So I encourage you to head over there and at the same time, head over there often because we will be uploading some challenges and some resources for you to get what you need to develop the mental health routine, the mental health perspective, the type of mental health lifestyle that fits you. So I don't regret the recovery process. It's it's truly made me who I am. And I can honestly tell you that recovery is possible because i um, was at the the bottom of the bottom the depths of which i had never seen before and i pray and work hard to um, make sure to the best of my ability that i will never be in that place again and never say never right but i don't want to do anything that will place me there right now Some things are are unforeseen, right? We talk about living a front seat life and driving the car of your life. Now, I can't predict what the road is going to look like or, you know, if there's a crater somewhere on the, the journey. That I can't determine. I can't decide. I don't know what's coming. But I do know that I can keep me in the best condition I can be. I know I can work on my health, my physical health, my mental health. I can ensure that I'm doing whatever I need to, to uh, make sure that I stay healthy, right? And that's really what living a front seat life is all about. Us individually deciding how we are driving our journey and knowing that we can't control what's going on around us, but we can definitely control this body, right? And, you know, some things that happen out of our control to our bodies may occur, but it's all about how you handle that, how you answer that call, how you handle that situation, how you make it through, how you address it. Uh, and, and so I want you to keep that in mind just as you're going throughout you know, your day-to-day life. So I don't want to go too far off track here. but So let me, let me dial it back a bit and take you guys back to my recovery process. So I was recovering in an inpatient facility And I, again, didn't didn't want to live, but I wasn't suicidal. I wasn't I didn't have a plan to take my life. I didn't desire to take my life. I just didn't want to live. And um, I needed to work through the anger. I needed to work through the resentment. And so being in an inpatient facility, you have all these groups and sessions you have to go to and you're with other people in a similar situation. And it's not really easy. Um uh, I guess it's not supposed to be easy, but it's it's tough being in that environment. And I say that it's tough, but you know, let me just you know be fully transparent since that's what we're doing here. Being in an inpatient facility allowed me for the first time to focus on me. It allowed me for the first time to address my mental illnesses without having to be a mom, without having to be a wife, without having to be a daughter, without having to be anything besides me. And I didn't know who me was. I had no idea who I was. um, And and that is a part of the illness of borderline personality disorder. And I, I needed the tools. I needed to know how to live because I couldn't figure it out on my own. In that whole process. Um, they have day rooms and you know, like rooms you could do crafts and stuff in. But in one of those rooms, somehow, somewhere, it, I came across the scripture and I was in prayer, you know, not like heavy prayer, but when I pray to God, it's like I talk to God the way I talk to you guys. So I'm like, dude, really? This is why I'm here. Like this, these are the, <laughs> this is the type of conversations I was having with him at the time. So, you know, I'm telling him, listen, I don't want to do this. And if you want me to be here, clearly you do because I'm still here and I did everything in my power not to be here on this earth taking breath, then I acquiesce to your command, right? I, this is your will, so be it, I'll live. But if I have to live, you have to show me how to do it. And I came across a scripture, Matthew 5:16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, which honors your father, which is in heaven. And after reading that, that it resonated with me and that was the answer to my prayer. All I had to do was let my light shine. All I had to do was be the light. I didn't have to worry about what to say. I didn't have to worry about what to do. I didn't have to worry about explaining my life or my decisions. I just had to be the light. And what that has meant over the years has stayed the same but has expanded. Being the light means that you don't know when, you don't know where, you don't know how you will have an impact on someone. People are always watching. You're always interacting with folks, whether it's online, whether it is in real life, in real time, um, in person. We're always interacting. And in all of those interactions, we don't know what the other person is going through. So think about the, the podcast episodes that we've had so far and the conversations that we've had uh, around Shikari Richardson and Naomi Osaka, the conversations we've even had around food, right? We don't know where someone is on their journey. We have no idea what role we play in someone's life. And so listen, you may be having a bad day and just want to tell everybody to F off, right? Just, just, Just go away, right? And if you treated folks like that, you could be in the presence of someone who's in a similar position and maybe they are, like I was, suicidal. Maybe they needed a smile or a hello or for you to pay for their coffee, pay it forward and open a door to show some kindness. That is what it means to be the light. It doesn't mean that you have to go in and live your life digging wells or out in ministry somewhere. You can if that's your thing, right? But to be the light simply means to show kindness because you never know when you meet someone on their darkest day. People smile and they're hurting. People smile and they are depressed, anxious, suicidal, have no desire or will to live. We don't always know and we usually don't know how people truly feel. Think about a time maybe that you have been in a dark place and someone said a kind word or complimented you on an outfit you didn't even realize you were wearing. It takes so little to be the light, but it can mean the absolute world to someone else. And so that's the story truly behind Be the Light. It's not fancy. It's, it's not this glitzy, glamorous uh, type of situation. It's very basic. Be kind, show kindness, be the light. And I know that's something that you guys can all do. Because even if you are experiencing a, a, a challenge, if you're having a tough day, if you're going through some things, if you're hurting, you can still be the light. We don't have to let our hurts hurt other people. You can heal And you can be a mechanism for healing for others by simply being the light. Let your light still shine. Let your light still shine. And so I leave you with that message today, here on location in Cancun. And, you know, you might be saying, it's easy to be the light when you're laying on a beach. Uh, Yeah, you're right. But I'm not always here, am I? I'm in the thick of it, living this life. And even here, Even here, people need help. Even here, people need someone to be the light. Even here, people need a kind word. They need a smile. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter what type of work you're doing or relaxation, you can always be the light. Someone, somewhere always needs it. So if you are currently in crisis and you need someone to talk to, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. Or you can text HELP to 741-741. Until next time, I encourage you to be the light. And I'll be uh, bringing you some insights from my vacation here, the working vacation. But I, I have learned some things about myself in this traveling season and I want to share those with you so thank you for listening like subscribe share all that good stuff and until the next time be the light